80% of the Bible's prophecies has already come true. Those that have not come true are all concerned with the end times. And so we uh, certainly not just expect, but we know that they will come true as well. Some people wonder, oh, how can you update prophecy? Well, what we're saying is that we can identify trends in the world and news that you would expect in light of a literal reading of the Bible. In case you haven't heard, the U.S. Supreme Court voted 5-4 in favor of same-sex marriage nationwide. The court ruled that states cannot ban same-sex marriages. Since this is our Prophecy Update segment, let me first point out that this ruling is what you'd expect from reading the Bible. We often talk about the days of Noah and the conditions that will prevail before Jesus returns, but the Bible also mentions the days of Lot. In Luke 17... Verses 28 through 30, likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Now, you remember the story the night before Sodom was destroyed, the men of Sodom came to Lot's house and they made an aggressive attempt to have sexual relations with his two house guests. They were angels, and they defended themselves and Lot by striking the men of Sodom with blindness. Even though blinded, they kept trying to get into the house so they could have uh, sexual relations with these two visitors. And so I don't mean this to be funny, but they had what we would call an aggressive homosexual agenda uh, at, in the days of Lot. Uh, and as it was in the days of Lot, so it is today, as you would expect. Syndicated conservative columnist Cal Thomas had been predicting the decision. He said, if you look at what not only Jesus said, but Paul the Apostle and what things were going to be like in the end times, people will be lovers of lies rather than the truth. They will elevate things that are called abomination in Scripture to normality. Now, we're going to continue to understand marriage as it is described and defined by God it's the heterosexual union of one genetic male and one genetic female for life within which sexual behavior is encouraged and celebrated and outside of which all sexual acts are considered sin. So same-sex marriage is sexual sin. So is premarital sex and pornography and adultery and everything that is outside of the description and definition of marriage in the Bible. So it's not just homosexuality, or same-sex marriages that we're talking about, we as Christians want to elevate biblical marriage and we want to avoid all sexual sin uh, in, in our lives, no matter what we believe our orientation is. Now, our first response ought to be personal repentance for any sexual sin in our own lives. I don't want to throw it on the church, uh, but there is a lot of sexual sin in churches. And uh, it may be that we need to repent personally of some of the things that we are doing uh, that are sinful. Next, we want to believe that the gospel is the power of God to transform lives. Paul the Apostle said this. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also for the Greek. Now, what's interesting to me is Paul said that just ahead of the famous passage often quoted in the last couple of days that details the deterioration of human society. Uh, That's in Romans, and in part it reads, Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, 
They exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and they worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. Their women engaged, uh, exchanged rather the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to debased mind and to do those things which are not fitting. Uh, and so uh, Paul says... This is what's happened, is going to happen and what's happening in society. But he prefaces it by saying the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So whatever else our response is as Christians, our number one response always at all times is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because people, no matter what they're into, they need to be saved. They need the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit to say yes to God and no to sin. And so we need to repent if necessary and then reach out always with the gospel to any and all non-believers with the truth that all sex outside of biblical marriage is sin. While all this was predicted, we don't expect or need to see anything happen or to be fulfilled before Jesus can resurrect and rapture the church. It's presented in the Bible as imminent. We're always looking for the Lord to return any moment. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming. 